0: montante's world episode 30 we are back for our 30th episode i don't know if that's a big deal i'm about to be 30 come january i know a lot of people who met me might be shocked by that that i was uh going on 40 but we're not a big episode when it comes to clips we're gonna test my very minimal editing skills but um, let's, let's get the mood going. I'm a little tired, so we need a little pick-me-up here. Let's, uh, let's get it going, going fly, for episode 30. The ignite our bones. When they strike, we light
1: up the world. Light, fire like and When they strike, we feel the love. Sparks of fly, the ignite our bones. When they strike, we light up the world.
0: Me a little fired up. That, that's a little, little bit of the juice I needed. Um, before we get into some serious stuff, quick show update, life update. Um, been doing a lot of stuff with the podcast, going pretty decent. Uh, made a couple bucks. We're trying to figure out the format and you know, just get everything uh tangled down with the, the gen zone. So, shout out to all seven of you, not a lot, um, who have been listening. Um, I, I I can't count on one hand, so I guess that's something. Uh, what else going on in life? Speaking of football. Uh, the Jets, yeah, the Jets, they are they are who we thought they were. Shout out to Coach Dennis Green. They are awful. I knew that would happen, but I, I thought that, you know, we got a young quarterback now. He's going to be good. It's two games, I'm not going to overreact, but he had a couple of the worst throws I've ever seen in my life. That is not what you look for. Far far from it, people could argue. But the biggest thing about this episode is my, my boy Blob, um and blobe I, I don't i never he was not at soccer i didn't meet him i like him a lot i just feel like i my mental image of blobe he's like five foot four little husky little chubby cute little handsome cute as a button put it that way cute as a button he could be six foot seven and you know and i don't that's not this is not meant as a slight i'm just thinking right when i think of blobe and this guy is a little a little angel he helps me out a lot with this stuff because i could barely you know tie my shoes and shoot gum at the same time so um, coming up with logos like that is awesome, so shout out to Blob. Uh, what else have we got going on today before we get into some serious, serious stuff? Um, a little observation for me is a heavier fella. It's nice to walk outside and not immediately sweat, you know. Sitting in the car, I don't have to have the AC on today, so that's a first. Usually I'm out of here, AC on, dying, so that's good. Um, well, October 2nd, I will not be at Saco. Now, last time was awesome, but... I have a wedding this weekend, and October 9th is my mom's birthday, and then the tenth is another wedding. No correlation to my mother's birthday, and yeah, so I won't be there. I hope hope it's good. Um, I feel like it's one of those situations where that last show, you know, it's gonna be tough to top that. Uh, I'm gonna miss Peltier. I'm gonna miss you know a lot of the people. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into some of the more serious things. Thank you to Kygo, big, big listener of the show, for getting us started, getting me going with a little energy with the music. So the first uh, thing I want to talk about is that redheaded bitch, um, Chucky reincarnated, uh, Jen Pisaki? Um shout out Helga, or what was her name, Helga Pataki? No, think of the Rugrats, I don't know, no disrespect to, to Helga Pataki, I think I might be butchering her name too, but Miss is she's the absolute worst, she's the worst of the worst, but no, we have two clips of her tonight. So my apologies for that. The first one is just you know pretty mind-boggling. Peter Ducey, the only um, credible person out there asking questions every other day in uh, in DC in this press room, ask a very very legitimate question. Um, we are being forced to pro- provide force of a vaccine. By the way, it's not really a vaccine. I've had multiple uh, medical experts tell me that it's more like the flu shot, where you know it's just it it, it does help reduce. Um, getting COVID and, and your symptoms, but it's it can't prevent it from getting it. A vaccine, put it this way, when people get the, the measles vaccine, um, yeah, they may get measles later on. No, it's it, they don't. That's what, that's what a vaccine actually does. But don't let me get sidetracked here because it's not hard to get me sidetracked. Um, let's listen to Pisaki answer a very fair question asked by Mr. Ducey.
1: To our uh, our national security team and see what that process would and look then like.
2: The question about what's going on at the border is: somebody asking the foreign nationals who are walking into Del Rio, Texas, and setting up camps on this side of the border for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test.
1: Well, first of all, I can re- re- I can
0: readdress for you. Or re- By the way, she's flipping through pages. That was one of my favorite things that uh, Kaylee used to do. Who was absolute smoke. Um, not that it matters. Um, uh, Huckabee Sanders, uh, the governor of, I believe Arkansas, his, his daughter was a press secretary for a little bit, not the best looking girl, but she was, she, so it's not all about looks, but she was, she was, she was, she was ugly. She was pretty, but she was Kaylee, Kaylee walks down the street and she's breaking necks, but, uh, she used to do this thing where she had a binder and she would, um, and by the way, this is before we actually had, you know, uh. A media that rooted for a team. This is the this is the hostile crowd. So she was taking bullets from every direction and flipping through her little binder and getting answers that actually made sense. So a little flashback to that with a ugly redhead bitch doing it. But um, so she flips through her notes and this is what she comes up with. We talk you through what that steps is the, we that take.
2: Is the policy for people who fly into the country. So if somebody walks into the country right across the river, does somebody ask them to
0: see their vaccination? Flying is legal. Walking across the border is not. Carry on.
1: Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. Go ahead. As individuals, ahead. As individuals come across the border uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are. the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't.
0: <laughs> That's my favorite part. Oh, they're not going to be here for a while. Now, they just got flown in here from Haiti, because, put it this way, they didn't swim. Yeah, they just got flown in here from Haiti, um, and we're going to let them through the border so we can strategically place them, give them free shit, and more often than not, they're going to vote for us. No, no, so she knows that's the truth. So, she says with a straight face, ugly red-headed face at that, oh, they're not going to be here for that long. Nah, they're just entering the country illegally. They'll be here for a week, and then they'll swim back to Haiti. eh. That's this. She said this with a straight face. Let's finish this clip. But what are we doing at this point? It's the same thing. It's
1: not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on Title 42 specifically because of COVID, because we want to prevent a scenario where large numbers of people are gathering posing a threat to the community and also to the migrants themselves so those are the policies that we put in place um in large part because again the cdc continues to recommend title 42 be in place given we're facing the
0: cdc aren't, aren't they a, aren't they a beauty the the cdc the guy who runs the cdc was a uh, ceo at pfizer for eight years the CDC. But isn't that, I mean, this is what's so incredible and what really has scared me. Well, a lot of things have scared me the last couple of years, but how just brainwashed we are as a, as a whole. Um, and I think there's more of us who are awake that, than aren't, but the fact that not everyone's just paying attention to what what she's saying on face value makes no sense. And how she says it with a straight face is incredible. She probably plays a great, great, great game of poker. I mean, if you can look at the camera and look at millions of people and lie like that, good for you. I'm not. I'm st- if you're at my table, I'm stepping away. No, I'm not playing with you. No shot. Zero percent chance. She's in here. It makes zero sense what they're saying. So, in order for me to go to New York City and go into a restaurant, good evening, sir. How many? Four. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, proof of vaccination? Say so, what? Uh, hey? Excuse me? Yeah, proof of vaccination. Oh, we don't have it. Oh, you can't enter, sir. Oh, okay. But uh, someone can enter the, you know, across the border illegally, no proof of vaccination, and they get a job at the same restaurant to, you know, wash dishes? That's fine. Uh, we're not, you know, we're not questioning what's going on here. We're not blown away as a whole by the utter chaotic nature of what's going on. But that that, that same story, um, I'm now conflicted. I got my little fist in the air. I'm Italian, so it's dark, but it's, it's not black. But I got my Black Lives Matter emoji trending on Twitter. I'm putting it everywhere. Black Lives Matter has finally said something that I'm on board with. And I like to see... These lunatics eat each other. Black lives matter. On this, on this, only one. Well, all lives matter. But Black lives matter. I'm with a thousand percent on this one topic. Let's uh, let's roll into that because it kind of correlates. So as warned before, this is gonna be a heavy, heavy, heavy um, show with clips. So let's listen to this Black Lives leader from New York, which I'm sure we agree. We might like the Jets. We maybe both like the Jets. Um, what else do I like that he might like? Um, I like the movie Forrest Gump. Maybe he likes that. Um, not a big sweet guy, but I love a love a good tater tot. Maybe maybe he likes tater tots. And we agree on what this sentiment he's about to say. So listen to this bizarro world when I'm agreeing with Black Lives Matter leaders. Um, but check this out. There's something to be said about this. About these vaccine mandates, listen, the
2: vaccine is a choice, okay, it's a choice, you shouldn't exclude people from everyday activities because they choose not to engage in something, they have every reason to doubt, the government's story on the vaccines have changed
0: every one to two months since Donald Trump, the the vaccines have had effects that, that, that people come out and say, oh, well, you know, that never happens, but they do happen people die. Joe Biden said that folks wouldn't be hospitalized. People are being hospitalized and dying. We, as black people, have every reason not to trust the vaccines. But yet again, I'm not telling you not to get it. I'm just saying you should have a choice. Which is the ultimate sentiment, Black Lives Matter or not, that's just the common sense sentiment. Do your research. Talk to you gotta talk to. You come to the conclusion that The vaccine makes sense for you and your loved ones? I'm repeating myself. I'm sorry. But then you get it. You come to the conclusion, the opposite end, where, hey, listen, I know the risk of COVID. I know the risk of that. I know the risk of this. I don't want to get it. Don't get it. Life moves on. That's how a normal word works. We do not live in a normal world. Okay? I think I might have just butchered that last sentence like two seconds ago. So I might have just made up a new language. But a normal word does not... I just said it again normal world as a tongue twister that's really not a tongue twister i can't say tongue now i'm falling apart but the sentiment makes sense that's just common sense sentiment and the fact that black americans are the largest number of people who are unvaccinated is gonna put liberals in a very sticky situation and the fact that it's escalating new york city already my feet are kicked up. I'm leaning back and I'm watching. Because you guys are claiming vote you know, voter ID to vote for election as racist. Now they need a shot to do no everyday things. Good luck with that. Cause Black Lives Matter won away the last eight months. They were gone. Right, they were paid, they did their thing, they got Trump out of office. Not really, China did. We're gonna to touch on that, we're not gonna let them uh sneak away, but they've been gone, they've been silent, little vacation. And you know, the leader of Black Lives Matter, you know, she has five houses now, she's doing well, nonprofit. Okay, I don't know how that works, but no, that was a that was interesting to see. And I, I think this is gonna be uh, something to watch going forward because as a whole. Black Lives Matter should not like being told what to do. And these mandates are gonna get more and more extreme, and they are gonna affect black people more than the white, the, the average white person. Because white folks are just going along with it. More, more so than not. And so we're gonna see. This is an interesting development. Keep keep your uh your eye on this as we progress forward. I hinted earlier that we were gonna hear from Jen Pisaki again. So my apologies. In advance, um, I don't like hearing her either, but it needs to be heard, and it's it's she is the mouthpiece, since Joe Biden is um, a Trojan horse that we all knew about just to get in there after the stolen an election. And hey, look, he has experience. Hey, look, he, you know, you guys know, you guys remember Obama? Yeah, you remember that white guy? Oh, you mean that same white guy that spoke at a Klansman? You no, 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 it's all top. He was Obama's guy for eight years right? Vote for him. He's not a Trump. Yeah, that same guy. Um, so he had a meeting with Boris Johnson, who has one of the all-time... Well, no, no. I don't know how far my brain goes back politically. When I think of all-time political hair, obviously Trump, the GOAT uh, of many things, is number one, the funniest, the best hair. Maybe this president of all time, it's up there for me. Um, but all-time headpiece is just Trump's hair. And I think it's legit. You know, I'm not gonna listen to the haters say it's a it's a toupee. No, that that, that thing's all authentic. But Boris Johnson riles him and he had a, honestly a bizarre media all around. They took the canned questions, and let's put it in a sports perspective because that's something I, I I can relate to. What media appearances for Biden have been like would be like a walkthrough. In practice, where the coach says this is the formation the defense is gonna run, this is the play we're gonna run to defeat it. We're gonna you know, go on to hut, hut. and you go and they walk through, and the defense is lazy, they make them make the mistake, and you walk through and you score. That's how the media handles um these things with Biden. And that right there is not how it's supposed to go. That may be all right for a walkthrough, but when it comes down to a game, which all politics is a game, you know, country's going back and forth. This is all a game. You need your quarterback to be able to step into a game. It's raining. There's puddles on the field. You know, they're blitzing you. You need to be able to get up to the line, call an audible, read the defense, and do what's best. you. Have to be, you have to be able to lead on the fly. That's what a leader does. This is an example of you can only handle a walkthrough and you get some real life shit. You're going to listen to Pazaki tried to defend. They did a, the, the normal questions. And then I guess Boris Johnson gave the green light, which I, I want to know why. What's the, what's the reason behind this for his press to answer questions that Biden wasn't pressed on? Now this was Trump. Trump was stepping off of airplanes and just running up to the media, like, what the fuck do you guys have to say? Let's he let's let's talk this out. Let's fight. He's a fighter. That's a leader. He's not scared of being prepared. He knows what he knows. He's prepared in his own way. But listen to the the, the press corpse shut this down. You're not gonna listen to that. Take my word on that. They shut him down and she gets questioned on it. Listen to this weak, pathetic answer. Nobody in the world fears us, and why would they?
2: What transpired in the Oval Office yesterday, when we were all in there trying to hear from the President the Prime Minister?
1: Which aspect?
2: Well, the British Prime Minister and the American Oval Office called out a British reporters, and then when American reporters tried to call on the American President, we were escorted out. Let's put it that way.
1: Well, I think uh, in that circumstance, and and I think our relationship with the United Kingdom and with Prime Minister Johnson is so strong and abiding, we will be able to move forward beyond this. But uh, he called on individuals uh, from his press corps uh, without alerting us to that intention in advance.
0: Go ahead. Uh, now, I know this is easy to do and it's played out. It's been said a million times, blah, blah, blah. Now just envision yourself where Trump, check, I mean, this is really going to be unbelievable to think about. Trump is meeting with Putin. They're answering their questions. They're talking back and forth, you know, every two seconds, you know, snap, snap, snap. You hear all these cameras taking pictures. And then when it's done, all right, now he gets a question from a Russian media person. And all of a sudden, we're done, we're done. Nope, we're good. Nope, no good. We're good. Nope. Do you think the media, do you think CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, do you think they would just handle it as, oh, uh, we weren't prepared for that? No, it would... It would be such a different ballgame. And it's so pathetic. And all these people who try to pretend that the media does their job and Joe Biden's doing a good job and that the media weren't out. And listen, I know you're saying, who thinks that? People out there, honest to God, believe what the media still says. I mean, this is such a fucking pillow fight just answer from Poseidon. It's just such a disgusting... Show some, le- show some leadership, but she can't. Because when you look at how bad this administration is, she can't tell the truth. There is no tr- If you told the truth to this, shit. You had to just deflect, 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 give very soft answers, and hope and pray that you still have more friends in the media than enemies. And they do. So they're allowed to get away with this between what's going on with the border, between that absolute scene with Boris Johnson, and you know what's the best is too. I think Biden, I don't know if i give him too much mental fortitude credit. Knows that we all know that he's mentally r-worded, and no, that's not the say You're born r-worded. He's mentally, he's just old. He's deteriorated. He's uh, he's not all there. Um, I don't know if he's still fight trying to fight that because he'll get asked questions, and he'll still. I right, no no, I'll do it, and then then you know, they'll cut off his mic, and <laughs> it's like uh, this isn't normal. It's just hey Joe, you're a chosen horse. Remember. All right, but you're a Trojan horse. Answer the questions that you're asked, that we set up for you. No more. You come out of your basement once every eight weeks. Deal? But I want to deal. Chocolate chocolate chip. All right, we'll give you that. We'll meet in the middle. We'll give you chocolate chocolate chip. No more. What a fucking world. A couple more things to get into before we are done here. Now, I want to end this with a update. It's kind of a weird combination we're going to do. Um, I'm going to do an update on a couple of things I've seen about uh, involving MasterCard. And I'm going to kind of give a synopsis how this may relate to what's going on with Australia. Uh, but the main thing is always China. We're talking about this. We're talking about China. 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 Okay. And I'm going to try to tie this And This is my own disclaimer. From, I don't know, what is this? 22, 21, 46 on to the end of this episode is going to be my my synopsis my theory based on nothing i'll be the first to say this maybe i mean it's i think it's pretty obvious but i i haven't heard bongino anyone on fox oann i've heard no one kind of tie this together so if this gets broken in three months this is a montante's world exclusive and i want credit but one when, when you think of china And you pay attention to what's going on with them. They're communist. You know, they limit the amount of kids you can have. Um, And the biggest thing that uh, my boy Thad Castle sent out to Charlie, that's his real legal name. Um, He has has a last name. He's not like Cher, but I'm not going to give that out there. It could be um, a really Irish name. Um, Not, yeah, I was about to say it. Nah, whatever. I'm not going to say it. Why would I dox him? That's really uncalled for. But Charlie, Irish last name. Um, he's always been a little bit ahead of the curve with me when it comes to these things. I just think he was crazy. I, I soon realized he was right, and now I'm right there with him. And we look at things uh, like-minded. But one of the first things that he said to me that really stuck out was, the as my microphone tries to fucking kill itself, I don't blame it, uh, that China, they have social credit scores. And we've talked about this in Montante's World. Uh, but if you're new, you just skip through it, and you don't know what I'm talking about. Essentially, um, a social credit score is where they look at because they monitor everything in China, which they are doing here, but at least they're open about it in China. They monitor your social, you know, your, your not really your, your credit card score, but I'm sure it takes a little teeny tiny factor. But this is more about your social aspects of your life. Um, if you ever been pulled over, ticketed. But the craziest thing is if you talk badly about people in power online which you're limited to in china that's really gonna do an absolute pummeling to your social credit score and you're gonna guess okay so what does that mean well if you have bad social credit score in china you can't take public transportation now the thought of not being able to take public transportation has been thrown out there with uh not being vaccinated but it's not going to end there um because it doesn't And all these things that are being thrown out there and that is all happening are so un-American. Now, I've said this in the past. I know it's un-American, and I know who's driving it, and I know why Trump's out. China is behind absolutely all of this between Australia and what's going on here. What does China have to do with Australia? They own Australia when it comes to trade own them now australians who are in the know and high up in the military were pretty much hinting to a looming war with china over the 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 the, the disagreements they have with trade and a whole bunch of things and that was hushed us from the top now who runs who runs the top of australia not australians who runs the top of america not American best interest people. Joe Biden is American, but he's not looking out for America first. That is that goes without saying. Now let's listen to this. If you think the social credit score is insane, listen listen to this. This is a a TikTok, but I saw it on Instagram, so it has to be true. But check this check this shit out as I try to get this clip playing. It's not playing. Well don't say
2: you weren't warned mastercard and the united nations are joining forces to monitor the carbon effect of your credit card purchases and then you'll hit your carbon max and it'll stop working hey of course it's voluntary for now the new credit card is called doconomy and on the back of the card it's going to say i'm taking responsibility for every transaction i make to help protect the planet this is a social credit score and it's a proof of concept the doconomy co2 credit card website claims.
0: Come on, you bitch. Oh, there it is. Hold on. It
2: is the largest initiative ever taken by a bank in educating its users on the impact of consumption. They say themselves they want to set a global standard for carbon calculations. That's the key. Once they have their numbers in place, then they can give every single purchase you make a score and punish you directly. This is what China does. And of course this will only be enforced on you and me and any businesses that don't go along with their scheme and banks are gonna enforce it.
0: They're not coming out here and overtly saying it. But listen, I see it, I'm awake. I know everything that's going on. I've known about this sham since the inconsistencies with COVID in the beginning. China is running Australia. China is running our government now. China released COVID, I've said this a bazillion times. They released COVID on us. Now they are doing bullshit. We are the last dollar to fall for the one world government. We are the, we, when you think of freedom, We think of America. They are trying to rip us down and shit like this, bullshit like this with MasterCard. Oh, we're about emissions. Go fuck yourself. You want to talk about emissions? Look at China, okay? They they take their garbage. I was a garbage man. We take it to a dump. They try to make it as sanitary as possible. They dump that shit right in the river next to a third kid who's floating down the stream because you can only have two over there. So, fuck out of here they are implementing socialism which includes shit like social credit scores behind safety behind blah blah all at name a trigger word for liberals oh what earth that's it's, it's all bullshit they, they don't mean any of this they are implementing scumbags like Mastercard. all these big corporations we're starting to play ball It's very transparent if you have a clue. If you don't have a clue, you'll fall in line to the trigger words. You'll fall in line to, oh, I want to make the world better. Oh, I'll do this program. Oh, I'll do this. Oh, I'll do that. Fuck out of here. Give me a fucking break with that. Let's get into the big part of my quote-unquote conspiracy that has not been talked about yet. Now, there has been some shit going on in China the last two weeks that has heavily impacted our, uh, our markets. And this is going to be a very piss-poor synopsis of it, but Evergrande is a very big um, developer in China. And unlike America, where for the time being, you have rights and you can own your own land, you cannot own land in China. It's leased out between 40, 50, and 70-year intervals. Pretty positive about that. And Everland has just been getting all these contracts getting all these contracts uh, without actually making the buildings that they promised but that's normal over there you, you invest in real estate and it is what it is and it, you do that is just the way it's done families put their money together it's not really an individual thing families put their money together and they're going to have these buildings in the in the you know in the future promised to them which has always been there for them but recently between. I don't know, I don't know tax regulations or something. Somehow, it heavily affected Evergrande, this humongous real estate mogul in China. And the Chinese um, communist government said, we're not going to bail them out. We're going to avoid this. And that caused all the markets to absolutely just take a fucking beating. I believe they somehow, like, tempered the the panic i think they came up with some notes and they're they're kind of keeping the pressure off them for the time being so the markets have kind of neutralized and are slowly on the uptick but what i find interesting about this is if this does go through and they are fucked they're gonna this is gonna cripple china immensely hugely now what does that mean for us how you think how the fuck does this have anything to do with me outside of a couple stocks now, who owns China? Trillions of dollars, trillions. I the trillions is the biggest number I can think of. I know we owe more than a trillion, gazillions. Is that a real number? We owe gazillions. It's just, I mean, I'm trying to give. Gazillions is the biggest number I can go up to. I'm not even sure it's a real number. We owe a lot of gazillions. When they were confronted with the release of COVID. Oh, we'll look into it. Maybe you guys are on something. Now they said, hey, you guys want to do this? All right. You guys are ready for war? Wait, so, hey, we should look into it. No, we're ready for war. You guys are ready? But we have a, an administration that goes, oh, no, you guys are right. That was that was wrong with us. The guy ate the bat, right? Yes. We'll run with it. Are you sure you're going to run with it? Yeah, we'll tell miss MBC, We'll tell uh, CNN. Don't worry. We'll, we'll run with it. But what about those independent reporters? What about Fox? Hey, we'll quiet them. We'll delete them off social media. Don't worry. We got you because they run this country. They run this country. But just to show this slap dick administration hey, you guys owe us money and we run this country. Don't talk about COVID. Two weeks ago, four Chinese fighter ships from their Navy were spotted incredibly close, illegally close, to the to the tip of Alaska. Now was that a coincidence? Did the radar stop working? No. They're doing that to send a message. They're doing that to let us know. Hey, we're gonna weaken your 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 country from within, which we've said a, a not we me, I've said a bazillion times, between the the race rhetoric that they mandate being taught they're breaking us down within. So then, if it ever does come down to an actual war, our army is so not army, our military is so depleted that they're gonna walk all over us. But I've said they're defe- they're beating us right now in a war without a shot being fired, and shit like this. They're just they're walking around, they're prancing around, just keeping an eye on their little brother now, who they who they own, and that's us. Fuck China. They are, they made and unleashed this on us but not really fuck China, fuck the deep state, fuck the, the, the high level politicians who went along with this bullshit. This is eight months of this bullshit, eight months of this nonsense. Look how insane this country's gotten. I hope to be wrong. I haven't seen this anywhere, but I've said forever, China is behind the scenes calling the shots and all these things. I see a direct correlation to, and I hope to be wrong. Thank you for listening to another episode of Entente's World. Um, Hopefully we'll have good news soon. But we got three more years of this administration. And uh, from the looks of what's on in Australia and what looks of going around in the world, it ain't looking great, to be honest.